Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with Terry Austin, the President and CEO of Guardian Analytics, about his latest business banking trust study. Terry, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. Terry, just a bit of background on this study, please, if you will. Uh, absolutely. This is a study that we uh, commissioned uh, starting in 2010, so this is our second year running this study. And the, the focus is really to understand the small and medium business market, how they're experiencing fraud, and in particular online fraud, uh, what rate of fraud they're seeing, and what their attitudes and reactions are to the fraud problem, how they view their banks and their bank's role in combating fraud, and what the net impact is to their businesses when they do indeed experience fraud. Let me ask you up front, are we better off in 2011 than we were in 2010? Well, I guess the bad news, Tom, is that uh, according to the data, we really haven't moved the needle as an industry um, in stopping fraud. You know, from, from any measure, the amount of online fraud is about the same as it was last year. The amount of businesses and banks that lose money as a result of fraud is about the same as it was last year. Um, so, you know, this has been a big headline-grabbing issue now for some time. And while I think the industry awareness on the issue has really gone up, there has not been enough decisive action to really move the needle in terms of this data. Um, so I don't think we're better off this year than we were last year. But I'm hopeful that we will be um, as, as we move forward. Well, it sounds like you're hinting at this now. What would you say is the major headline of this year's study? Um, well, I think there's there's probably uh, four major points uh, that I want to emphasize as the headline news here. Um, the first is that account takeover fraud is very widespread. We surveyed 533 small and medium businesses with average revenue of $20 million. Um, these were uh, businesses across the country from every geography, from every industry. Um, and in 56% of these businesses we surveyed, they'd experienced fraud in the last 12 months. 61% um, of those victims experienced more than one incident of fraud. And in 75% of those cases, it was online related. So it was online takeover or online fraud. So the cybercrime epidemic is here um, and it hasn't gone away at all. So that's point one. Uh, it's very widespread. The second point is that the reaction and detection is still occurring in the large majority of cases after the money has already left the financial institution. In 78% of the cases this year, I think it was 80% last year, um, money had left the bank before any fraud attempt was detected from any technique that's being used by either the business or the bank. So we're not being proactive. The industry is not being proactive in detecting fraud, not yet anyway. Um, the third major point is that everybody's losing. 60% of the cases, the business lost money, so the funds weren't recovered, the business wasn't made whole. And in 37% of the cases, the bank lost money. So. 
uh, it's pretty evenly distributed loss, and everybody's losing money from these cases. Nobody's immune. Um, nobody fails, you know, to uh, to be liable in these cases. So the whole liability debate comes down to everybody's losing money. Um, and then it's particularly acute for for the banks, and this is the fourth kind of major point. Businesses expect their banks to take responsibility for this issue. Seventy percent of the respondents said they thought it was the bank's responsibility to protect them from fraud. And 43% of the businesses that were surveyed said that they would change banks. They would take their business elsewhere because of a fraud incident. So the bank kind of loses on multiple fronts in this situation. They lose money, and they potentially lose their customers as well. So those are the big headlines. Fraud is widespread. It's not being detected proactively. Everybody's losing money, and the banks are at a real risk of losing their customers. Well, Terry, from my spot on the sidelines, it seems like as an industry, we threw an awful lot at this problem in 2010. But seemingly, there's no progress been made against account takeover fraud. What's your take on that? Why has there been no progress made? Well, I think that's right. You know, I, I think there is a um, technology adoption cycle um, that takes some time to play out. Um, 2010 was an awareness year. This was headline news. There was a lot of activity and examination of the issue. And there was a lot of, I'd say there's a lot of growth in understanding. And some of our, our data suggests that the education and awareness level has gone up, both at the business level and the bank level about the problem. So there's some good news there. Um, my sense is it's taking some time for the industry to fully come to grips with the size of the problem and the tools and techniques that are available to them to really combat this. Um, we're certainly seeing in our business a big growth in customer uptake. Uh, we've seen huge growth in the customers using our product, but we're still relatively small in terms of penetration in the industry. But we're hopeful that with this growing awareness that more financial institutions are going to step up to the next layer of security here and do what it takes to, to really stop this, this problem. But we haven't seen it yet. It's not widespread enough yet to move the needle. Terry, I know that, that Guardian Analytics has had some success. From your experience, which techniques and technologies have you found to be effective at fraud detection and prevention? Well, Tom, we, we specialize in behavioral analytics. Um, and what we do is we monitor all the activity in the online banking system at an individual account holder level, and we detect anomalous activity that is usually the precursor event to fraud. So by creating this very detailed um, behavioral model that uh, we can use to monitor all the activity in the online session, we can very effectively the anomalies and the high-risk actions that lead to fraud. And we've been very effective at stopping all manner of fraud, regardless of the type of threat, the type of malware, the type of attack. Um, this technique has been shown to be incredibly effective. And um, we really think that, uh, that this behavioral analytics approach to monitoring and anomaly detection is one of the key layers that the industry will adopt 
um, to defeat the uh, the cybercrime problem. Terry, I had a chance to go through the report, and I noticed at the end you summarized the survey's message to the banks and to the businesses. If you were to, to characterize the message to the banks, what would that be? Well, you know, first off, it, it's been a tough environment for the banks for the last few years. Um, you know, it's tight credit. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on fees. There's a lot of change in the banking industry in general. And banks can't afford the financial hit or the customer losses that, that this cybercrime has been inflicting on them. And it's really time um, to, to treat this as a top strategic priority. You know, the, the tools and techniques and uh, the technologies are there to win this war, and there's example after example of it. And, you know, we really think it's time for banks to, to seize this opportunity and to make it a strategic investment of priority. And it's a real opportunity. Um, you know, banks can be the heroes in this war, and they can really use this as a way to strengthen their trust relationships with their customers. They can play a leading role and really build on the vulnerability and create trust. And the vulnerabilities are only going to get worse. You know, we've, one of the sur- survey questions highlighted just the rise in mobile banking, um, which just multiplies the number of vulnerabilities that the banks uh, are going to see because there's just more access points out there. But they can prepare for the new risks that um, remote workers and mobile banking is going to introduce and, again, step up, be the hero. Um, and, you know, I think this old panacea that they can rely on user education as an approach to fraud prevention, it's just been proven over and over again that that's not enough. The uptake of education is just not enough to solve the problem. And there's there's a more strategic approach that they can take and a more holistic approach they can take. So that's kind of the summary of the, of the message for the financial institutions. You spoke earlier about the shared responsibility of the businesses. So what would you characterize as the message to the businesses? <clears throat> well, um, you know, the, the business does have a role to play. And while they their attitude is to really place a lot of the responsibility on their financial institution, um, there is a there is a definite role for these small businesses to play. I don't think it's realistic to expect the small businesses to be security experts or to be technology experts, but they really can devote some time to understanding what their contractual relationship with their bank is regarding security, who's responsible for what, where the what the fraud loss policies are, um, and they can choose you know where where they're going to do business. They can really have a constructive dialogue with their financial institution and understand what their bank is doing to protect their account, what policies and procedures, what tools and technologies are their banks using. Um, and then, you know, there's an active role for the small business to play as well. They need to pay attention to their account, look for unusual activity, look for missing funds. And, um, and really, uh, I think it is incumbent on the small business to educate their employees about the risks and make sure they're not doing, you know, just foolhardy things that put them in harm's way. So there's a role here for the business to work in collaboration with their financial institution to really get this right. Terry, just a final question for you. As you know, the FFIEC has uh, come out with a draft of guidance about online banking, and account takeover was a big part of the dialogue in that draft guidance. 
given what we have seen, at least the direction the FFIEC is headed in, how would you say financial institutions can both fight fraud and be in compliance with the guidance that might be coming down the pike? Well, that's a great question, and you know, we certainly don't know when the guidance will come out or what it will contain. Um, but based on what has been articulated or what's been seen, uh, you know, I think the, the the potential is that it's going to be a lot more specific, and um, that there's going to be a call for a layered approach to fraud prevention. It's going to include some of the things that have been done in the past, but is also going to extend the expectation to include proactive monitoring and anomaly detection, among other things. Um, and I think, you know, that the, the financial institutions can look at that agenda. Um, there is uh, absolutely affordable and acceptable solutions in the market that can uh, meet those requirements. And I think if, you know, if the financial institutions take it on board, treat it as a strategic uh, priority or imperative, um, that they can really uh, incorporate that guidance, be in compliance with it, and be doing the right thing for their customers and for their business in the long run. Very good. Terry, where can people learn more about this new study? Uh, if you go to guardiananalytics.com, the executive summary is available for download, and the full study will be available uh, shortly, Excellent. in one week. Terry, thanks so much for your time and your insight today. My pleasure. Thanks again. We've been talking about the 2011 Business Banking Trust Study. have been talking with Terry Austin, the President and CEO of Guardian Analytics. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.